So this is the concluding part of the summer series on this podcast of five top tips to help you win more sales, deliver better presentations, win more sales pitches. So week one of the series of three, which came out August the 1st, that was all about presentations. Five top tips to deliver great successful presentations. Last week, August the 8th, we did five top sales tips. And now we're going to do five top sales pitch and demo tips. So that's the plan. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number 229 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm your host, and I'm really looking forward to concluding the summer series that I've produced for you. And then I've got some amazing guests coming up. So I've got you know guests coming out of my ears now for uh, the rest of August, September, October, that sort of thing. In fact, I've got three recordings going. I did three recordings last week. So, uh, so some fantastic stuff coming your way to help you deliver better sales and more presentations that are successful. That's all what it's all about, isn't it? We don't want to waste those presentations or those sales pitches or those demos. You know, I still meet people who, when they're doing a sales pitch, say, well, I say, well, so what are, you, what are you hoping? What are your chances of winning this? And they go, well, there's usually four of us pitching, you know, they usually get four companies. So I suppose one in four. And I'm going, well, <laughs> you could just randomly turn up and one in four would be your success rate. So I really want you to think more positively about that. Come on, if you're going to do a sales pitch, then it's not one in four, is it? Let's make it three in four, four in four even, if that's realistic. And what I want to share with you on this podcast are ideas and tips through me or my guests to help you just get better at sales, better at presenting, better at sales pitches, better at delivering demos, all the things that ultimately lead to you making more money for you or your company because you've got more customers, you've got more customers spending more money and all that sort of thing. And let's face it, frankly, the majority of the business-to-business world aren't great at presentations or pitches. So if you you take on board the tips and advice that the guests on this show give you and the stuff that I share with you as well, you will elevate yourself. But it does mean you've got to prepare well and you've got to do some practice. And if you're prepared to put that time and effort into doing those things, you will be more successful. There is no doubt about it. And if you go to my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk, you can find tons more resources on there outside of the podcast. Videos, ideas, snippets, checklists, whatever you want. And you can use those. And, And if you need someone to come along and make it happen, then that's where I get involved. So you can hire me on a one to one coaching basis just for a 45 minute session if you want. Or I can help you deliver a key presentation and make it really work. Or I can do a Zoom presentation course for your your uh, your members of your team. And those courses, by the way, with the sales training as well, it's either it's a combination of the two. So I'd like to think that my niche is that not only can I help you with the presentations, but I can also help you with the sales techniques to use in the presentations that will help you be successful. And that's where the training comes in. And those training programs that it's not half a day, you know, which will take forever or full day and then everybody forgets about it. We do it over short bursts over a period of time, maybe four to six weeks, you know, 90 minute burst. It will be fast paced. It will be interactive. It will be highly energized. The style of it, you'll get a feel from me on this podcast. So if you're interested, go back to my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. And on there, there are tons of links to a 15 to 20 minute Zoom meeting. So all you do is click on one of those, book yourself a meeting with me, no obligation, no fees involved. And let's find out what you, you know, how I might be able to help you. 
And it might not be that I'm the right person to help you. I might not be the right fit for you or your team. And that's fine. But it's better to establish that in that 15-minute Zoom call than book me and then find out that it's not I'm not for you. And the same you should think about for anybody you hire to work within your business. Now, I'm hoping I will be the right fit for you and your team. But of course, you know, that, that Zoom call is so important so we can suss out exactly what you want. Because I, what I don't want to do is be hired by you and then, you know, not be able to deliver what you really need. So let's nail it down. Right. Enough of that. Let's get on. And let's get on with the summer series part three, which is five top sales pitch and demo tips. Right. So here we go. Now, some of these inevitably cross over with what we did in the five top sales tips and the five top presentation tips as well. Right, number one, and this is something that very often gets massively overlooked when someone's going to deliver a pitch or a demo. Check expectation from your audience. So what are they expecting? Why you? Why did they ask you to do this? <laughs> okay, what, do they, what, are, what, are, what are their needs? You know, and how much time are they thinking it's going to take? And this is really important to get the timing right as well. Because, you know, the last thing you want is for someone to say, well, Trevor, you know, take as long as you like, you know, for that demo or that pitch, you know, yeah, yeah, take as long as you like. And you think, oh, great, okay, well, it's, I'll take two hours then. <laughs> and then about 10 minutes into your, what you think is your two-hour pitch, you know, they're going to say, uh, Trevor, can I just check how long this is? Because I've got another meeting coming up in 10 minutes. And you go, well, you said take as long as you like, so I'm going to take two hours. So it's really important that you nail down the timing. And when you think about the timing, also remember that people will be late. So you might think, right, I've got half an hour, 12 till 12.30. That's the slot they've given me. All right, but always take five minutes off that for them being late at the start. And always take a couple of minutes off when they say, oh, I've got to dash off because my next Zoom meeting starts bang on 12.30. So I've got to log in early. So do that. OK, it's really important that you think about that. OK, because the last thing you want is them to say, oh, I'm really sorry, but uh, you know, I've only got a couple more minutes left. So are we nearly there? God, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're delivering a pitch, and particularly a demo as well. So get the time and agree the time. It's most important. And they'll also ask them, why you? I always ask that question. If you know, Whenever anyone comes to me and asks me to you know, do something for them, I say, well, why have you picked me? What, you know, what, why me? Why am I on my product or my offer, whatever it is? So find that out as well. So that's number one. Number two, and this, again, well, these are all important, <laughs> but only include stuff that will help you achieve your desired outcome. And that will be of real interest to whoever you are pitching or demoing to. Now, you say, well, yeah, that's bloody obvious, isn't it? It is. But not many people do that. You know, how many times when you're doing a demo or a pitch, particularly a demo, do you find that, you know, you roll, people are rolling out the standard demo? Yep, that's okay. Well, our start a demo is 27 minutes, you know, and then there's 13 minutes for a Q&A. So that's how we operate. And, you know, of that 27 minutes, you know, I don't know, let's say 18 minutes of that is totally irrelevant to the person you're, you're demoing to because that's not what they're interested in. And you think, well, you know, surely that doesn't happen, Trevor, but it does. So, you know, make sure that your demo or pitch is very targeted, because there are two great two things there. One, if it's not targeted and I'm seeing stuff that I'm not interested in, I'm, I'm going to be switching off. Secondly, if it is very targeted, I'm going to be even more impressed with you and your pitch or demo because I know that you've clearly worked just to deliver it for me. So, you know, again, that's a really important point. So number two is make sure 
Only stuff goes in there that will help you get to your desired outcome and will be of use and value to your audience. Right, number three, don't start with you. Okay, now everybody seems to want to start with themselves. So you do, a, I see this all the time, whether it's a presentation, a pitch or a demo. So, hey, here we are, you know, this is me. Hey, this is great. So thanks very much for giving me the chance to do this demo. So I'm going to start off by telling you a little bit about me and our company and the awards we've won and the brilliant coffee machine we've got and the fantastic team who enjoy that. I'm just going to show you a picture of us on our way day. Oh, aren't we lovely, you know. You don't need all that nonsense, okay? Now, remember, you know, put this into perspective. Remember, why, you know, why are you doing the picture or the demo in the first place? How did that happen? You haven't just randomly turned up, have you? You know, they haven't sort of, you know, you just logged into their company and they're in their meeting room and you're suddenly there, you know? They've invited you because they know about you. They're interested in your product or service. So they've done their research. Now, remember... There's a figure that's been banded around for quite a while now, and you'll have heard it on this podcast many times. And I don't know where it originally came from, but I've lots of the business gurus that I follow use it a lot. And that is that 70% of business-to-business decisions are being made prior to any direct contact with the, with the selling organisation. So think about that. So imagine that, you know, 70% of the people you demo or pitch to are already really keen on you. In fact, you're top of their list. And that's a mindset thing as well, isn't it? You know, that's a thinking about the mindset of the, of, of the way you go about this. And that's why you don't want to disengage them at the start by talking about yourself. Get straight to the nub of what you're talking about. What is your solution? What is your offer? Why, why is it going to be of benefit to them? Get straight in there. Because I always say to people, you know, don't save your best bits till last. Because by the time you get to them, the audience may have disengaged, you know, so they, they missed them. Or you may have, you know, they may have pulled the plug on the timing for you. Because again, we've already mentioned that, how that happens. So you never get your best bit. So as soon as you get there, get started with your best bits. Okay, get it straight out there. Okay, assume they know about you. And if they do, if they do want to know more about you, they can always ask you that about that as well. So let's, come on, ladies and gentlemen, let's get away from thinking that a demo or pitch has to start with all the stuff about ourselves. It doesn't. Get rid of it. It'll be much more interesting for you and certainly for your audience. Right, number four. Now, chances are during a pitch and demonstration, there will be questions. And the thing to do here is to try and preempt the questions. Put yourself in the shoes of the audience. Again, it's all about thinking like the audience, not like yourself. So if you were in the audience and you, you know, what questions would you ask? So, so you really want to be in a position where no question is a surprise. Now, clear there will be, there might be one or two. And don't forget, if you don't know the answer, don't waffle around it. Just say, I don't know the answer, because it's a brilliant opportunity to follow up. Because again, a lot of these pitches and demos, you know, we lose it in the follow-up stage. And I'm not sharing tips and ideas on the follow-up. We did that in a, in a podcast a few weeks ago. So, but... You know, that fo- you know, those those follow ups are important. Now, if you if you said to me, you know, Trevor, what's the, you know, what's the, you know, ask me a question. And I say, oh, I'm really sorry, Sally. I don't know the answer to that question. But I tell you what I'll do. I'll find out and I'll give you a call and I'll get back to you. And you're going to say, great, thanks very much. And now I've suddenly got a call booked in with you as a follow up. So it's a brilliant way, actually, of getting a follow up organized. So if, they, if you do get asked questions you don't have the answer to, that's great. <laughs> now, if there's, a, if there's a formal Q&A, so, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, hey, let's do a demo, it's 27 minutes and then 30 minutes for a Q&A. 
So if that's the way it is, again, a couple of things about a Q&A. So number one, work on the basis that when the Q&A starts, no one will ask any questions. Okay, so the thing here is not to be surprised. <laughs> so uh, no one got any questions? Are you sure you've got no questions? <laughs> All right. And to get over that, have a couple of rhetorical questions up your sleeve. And the way it goes is like this. And I think we did cover this in a previous episode at some point back in the last year or so. But this is the way it works. So you simply say, right, OK, ladies and gentlemen, well, I'm sure you've got plenty of questions you want to ask me. But while you're sort of thinking of those, uh, I'm just going to share with you one of the questions that always comes up at this point of the pitch or demo. And that is, now, make sure that question refers to a key point of the offer. OK, that's the important bit here. Don't just randomly go for a question. Be very specific in your rhetorical question because it gives you a chance to re-emphasize the, one of the key points of the whole presentation pitch demo. Yeah. So make sure you are. And you could probably ask yourself two rhetorical questions. I think once you've got past two, <laughs> if no one else is going to ask a question, then, you know, just knock it on the head. Now, here's the way to still make it a smooth finish. Because I've seen lots of presentations where there's a Q&A and they do, everyone, someone does the presentation, they finish the presentation, they've got lots of energy, momentum, they do the Q&A and everything goes flat. Okay, so we, I think we did a specialist episode on this uh, a couple of months ago. But anyway, if you missed that, this is how to do it. So do the Q&A before your final summing up and make sure the audience know that. So you get to the point of the demo of the pitch and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to do a summary of what I've you know shared with you today. But before I do that, you know, there's now time for a few questions. And the other thing, of course, is don't be afraid to take a question during the pitch and the demo. I always think that's the best way to do it anyway. Because if people save them up, they'll, they'll be thinking about the question and they'll be ignoring what else you're talking about. And you can deal with it straight away. And it will be relevant to the point you're at in the demo or the pitch. But again, you need to build that into your timing. So if you're going to invite questions, you know, during the timing... You know, don't think, oh, I've got 27 minutes. My pitch lasts 27 minutes because then if you take a few questions, you're going to add five, six, seven, eight minutes onto that. So you've got to build in the time. And that's why I always say to people, you know, if you're working on a, a limited time, specific time, when you're practicing, make sure you can do it in about 80% of the time. That gives you a buffer for elaboration on the day and then take a bit more off if you're going to take questions as you go. So it's really important. You get that because, again, you don't want to run out of time. So let's just let's just summarise that sequence. So you explain there's going to be a Q&A. You explain that you're going to take the Q&A towards the end of the pitch or the demo, but before your final summary. A couple of rhetorical questions up your sleeve. You also invite questions during the pitch or demo as well. You can do that. And then when you get to the Q&A, you do the Q&A, and then you make sure that you finish the Q&A with a couple of minutes to go so you can do your kind of call to action. This is what I want you to do next bit at the end. All right, practice it. It does work. It's really effective. Right, number five, and this links to the you know what I've just said. Number five is agree the next steps. Okay, you don't want to deliver a great demo or a great pitch and then you haven't agreed what goes on next. And that happens all the time. You know, people say, oh, thanks very much. So thanks very much for inviting us here. Um, um, I'll uh, I'll drop you I'll drop you a proposal in writing. Uh, I'll uh, you know I'll give you a call sometime in the next week or two. Oh, you know, and then what happens? You can't get through. They ignore your email. So be very precise. Nail in exactly what happens next, and agree and almost agree that at the beginning. 
So after I've done the picture or present, you know, after I've pictured demo, what I want to do is I think it, I think what the next step will be, the clearly next step will be to whatever that is. And do that at the beginning. Okay. Even in the meet and greet, you know, before you go formally into the picture or demo. But the key to any successful picture or demo is to keep your audience involved and up to speed with what's going on and what your expectation is of them. Keep reminding them what you want them to do next. That will make such a huge, huge difference. Right, that's it. That's it. That is the five top sales pitch demo tips. Okay, so let's just briefly revise them. So check expectations from the, or the people you're presenting to, particularly over the time, and check why they've invited you in the first place. Number two, only include stuff in your picture or demo that will help you get to your outcome and will be useful to them. So please don't roll out the standard demo pitch every single time, okay? Because it won't be relevant, most of it. Number three, don't start with you. Start with the key thing that you want to get, the key bit, the big, big, you know, don't save up your big thing till the end because it might you might never get to the end. Number four, preempt the questions. Get the Q&A planned. Think about how that's all going to work. And ideally, get a question that you have to go find out the answer to and get back to them. And number five, agree the next steps. Get it nailed in. Get the call time in the diary. Get the Zoom call in the diary. Get the next week, whatever it is. Don't say, oh, I'll, I'll give you a call next week. Get it nailed in and in the precise time. Right, there we go. So that's the end of the summer series. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. If you do like this podcast, then please do leave a review. That would be absolutely marvellous. Now, if you're thinking you'd like to be a guest on this podcast and you think you've got something to share which will help people deliver better presentations and create more sales, then get in touch. Podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll have a little chat or a Zoom call or some email interaction, whatever it is and we'll get you on the show. I've got a lot of guests lined up for you coming up. You know, it's amazing. I'm, I can't believe that I get so many <laughs> uh, people wanting to be on this show. And I've cut back in the summer a little bit, as you will know, because I've been, you know, thinking, well, you know, the summer's about short stuff. And I also like sharing my own stuff with you as well. But from now on, it's going to be, there's a lot of guests, and they're great guests. And I'm also turning a few away as well. And as I've mentioned before, I tend to turn away the ones who want to talk about their personal story you know, there's tons of podcasts so you can listen to people's personal stories. I want this podcast to be something you can practically use. Tips and ideas and advice. And if there's one thing you pick up from each episode that you can implement, it's worth me doing this for you and it's worth you listening. And don't forget, if you need some help, you know, one-to-one -one help or group help, whatever it is, to take your presentation skills, your sales skills combined to the next level, then that's what I do. So get in touch, Trevor Lee. Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. Go on the website and book that 15 to 20 minute Zoom call with me. Right, next up, Katja Schneischer. And she's going to be, she's a, a lady from the, a German lady from the Netherlands. She's coming on the podcast next week. She's going to talk about communication. It's going to be great. She's got some great stuff to share on intercultural communication, on leadership communication, how to use humor in your presentation, that sort of thing as well. And also, if you're thinking about being a speaker, professional speaker like she is and how to start on that journey as well so it's going to be great fun you're going to really enjoy catch you next week so tune in then and uh, thanks for listening